Hi guys, and welcome to the Ray of Light TV podcast, a special place that values the real you. Now, if you are new here, welcome to a platform that's interested in human health, but not in the same way as your 10th grade biology teacher. Here on this platform, we look at proper health and well-being as the key to unlocking your very best self. Every week, with the help of our unique guest, we dive a bit deeper into what it means to be a healthy and whole human. I hope you can join us, and I hope you enjoy this experience. Welcome. Hi, Paul. Today I'm here with the Director of Communication from the Ministry of National Unity and Civic Engagement. Thank you, Paul, for being here with us. Thank you, yes. Raven. Yes. So um, I met Paul on a trip that I took to Rwanda just a few weeks ago. And so today we're going to be talking about mental health and the genocide against the Tutsi. So, Paul, could you tell us a little bit about um, how mental health is after the genocide and how Rwanda is kind of uh, developing and redeveloping through mental health efforts and counseling and such? Thank you, Robin. Um so, um, you know, genocide has um, greatly impacted a lot of people, uh, not only survivors, but all runners uh, uh, in general, uh, but particularly on survivors, because there were, about, there were a lot of uh, orphans, about uh, uh, um, many widows, genocide widows, um, uh, genocide survivors, uh, um, women infected by um, uh, with the HIV uh, around 200 200,000 women were infected by HIV by the the, the genocidal forces and their militias so uh, you can understand that after the genocide there was a lot a lot of of despair of of uh, loss of you know trust distrust among the Rwandan people but thankfully the Rwandan government uh, managed uh, managed to to reunite people to to reunite the Rwandan people um, to care for survivors there was a creation of an association of survivors there was um, uh, there was an association uh, uh, that were oriented to to care for uh, traumatized people uh, so there were not many there were not many but they helped uh, somehow so when the government uh, was uh, um, uh, rebuilding itself so they focused on that the Ministry of Health focused on that um, but also other uh, partners development partners of Rwanda you know, the international partners, uh, local uh, NGOs, uh, and so forth. So okay. that, that is the picture of... The, so there's a lot. There's a, we still have a lot of people uh, affected by the uh, trauma. So how do you guys go about helping these people deal with their trauma and heal from that trauma caused by the genocide? 
So uh, I can speak uh, for the ministry. In this ministry, we have uh, a department that is called uh, Community Resilience. Uh, community okay. Resilience deals with um, uh, caring for the, the uh, elderly people, uh, who there's uh, survivors who, uh, whom their families were wiped out. So you can have uh, like a, an elder woman um, without any relative survived, whom a relative survived. So, uh, so the ministry care for, uh, there's a package of, of, uh, of benefits for those people uh, to for shelter, there's a shelter, there's a healthcare, there's um, mm, counseling uh, services, so that's how what we do. So for for orphans, we also care for those who uh, did not have a chance to go to school, but also we pay school fees for those uh, going to universities from secondary school to universities. So we pay uh, school fees. So we help them to uh, to create um, small projects that can generate income. So for them to, to sustain themselves uh, and shelter, yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Um, mm. When my group visited, um, we went to the so the Social Security Department, mm. um, and yeah. I can't remember if they said, but I know that in the United States, mental health service fees are included through like insurance. Is this similar in Rwanda, like mental health and counseling service fees being covered, or is it people paying out of pocket, or how does that work? Okay, generally the, the people of Rwanda, they have uh, what we call uh, mutuelle de santé, that's in, in French, but I can translate okay. as uh, uh, mutual health care, so where you, you okay. pay a small amount of money, but you you are, are allowed to you know to to benefit uh, from uh, uh, health care services, uh, so that's that's for the general population, uh, but okay. that that does not include uh, 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 um, uh, counseling like uh, psychotherapy. It does not include that, but for there's a specific. Uh, uh, care for survivors uh, because their their status um, they they have their associations uh, that work with the government to care for them mm. uh, uh, to care for their specific needs um, yeah that's how it's done okay that's awesome. Is there any work that people who live outside of Rwanda but want to help with the ministry and help to support? Is there anything that we could be doing to help? Oh, yes. Yes. For example, we have uh, uh, Rwandan diaspora uh, that sometimes they, uh, they collect money. Uh, so they send money for the purpose of caring because in the I think in the past year, in the past year, we, we, we have had um, a campaign to raise awareness about uh, the trauma issues uh, because it was becoming serious because we were having um, cases 
of uh, suicide. People were committing suicide, uh-huh. and especially young people. So it became really uh, alarming. And some communities, like a Rwandan diaspora, and so we encourage other people like you, or if you have uh, like a platform where to meet and then discuss with us, then you can, we can um, uh, really structure um, the needs and then you, 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 can, you, know, you can help, I think. Uh, or you can, we can put you in, in contact with um, those uh, civil society people, th- those caring specifically for those people, uh, survivor associations, and then you can um, uh, be able to help. Yes, wow. So as a survivor of genocide yourself, how have you felt that your process of healing has come or what are some of the efforts that are put in place by the Rwandan government that have helped you to heal over time since mm. 1994? Um, um, so, Raven, let me tell you that uh, the process of healing is an ending process. Yes. Uh, so when you experience some, something, uh, genocide, like... Uh, it's something with a huge magnitude uh, that you can't say, you cannot say that uh, I'm healed. You know, I'm, right. I'm doing okay. Um, you know, I'm, I'm pretending to be like other people. No. So genocide experience is something that pursue you uh, until I think you die. I think you, you, you have heard, you have heard that um, sometimes we, 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 we might transmit our trauma to our children. The secondary uh, generation, uh, uh, the first generation, second generation, you can transmit uh, trauma. So when I heard that, I was uh, terrified. Uh, but for me, I tried to, you know, to, uh, to look for a mechanism to help me uh, cope with... Uh, with the trauma, with uh, because always you, you remember your loved ones, you you always miss them uh, at every opportunity, at every uh, occasion, you miss them. So you, you, you have children, you miss them. So to share the joy. So you have pain, you have sadness, you miss them. So for, for them to comfort you, to, you know, to give you solace. Uh, so anything makes you miss your parents or your loved ones. So, but unfortunately, we have programs of uh, when we see where our country is heading, where it, gives, it gives us hope. Uh, when we see that the country is trying to rebuild everyone uh, um, without distinguishing, uh, when the country is trying to give equal chances to everyone, so you see, you tell yourself, maybe there's a chance. There's a chance to be, to have a country that is based on, uh, on love, on, on, on hope. Yes. Yeah. So the country, having a country and having a good leadership, really, that's what gives me hope. Because that's what you, you, you are left with. Otherwise, there's no way you can not uh, remember your loved ones or what happened. Mm. Yes. 
Would you say that um, sharing your story and sharing your testimony and the testimonies of other survivors has been healing for you and for them as well? Oh, yeah, it's very important. When uh, survivors share stories, uh, it's very important uh, because you... It makes you feel that you're not alone. It makes you feel that what is important is life goes on. His life goes on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could you tell us about your specific role at the Ministry of National Unity and Civic Engagement and what you do? Okay. So as you said, when we started, um, I'm the Director General of Communication and partnership cooperation. So my role is to over, oversee um, and supervise the activities of uh, communication, branding our ministry, um, uh, you know, supervising people who are publishing articles about the ministry, about the activities we do, yeah. um, uh, coordinating with the TV stations, uh, with uh, radio stations, um, uh, really be, uh, but, but also work on internal communication, uh, just make sure that our work, our collaboration is going smoothly, uh, but also external uh, communication, just to make sure that our ministry and its activities are known uh, and understood. Um but also to make sure that the platforms that we use to uh, to to channel our communication are, are appropriate, uh, but also we give the right information. We make sure that people understand where Rwanda came from and where our country is going to, um, yes. and try to you know really to give hope to people. <clears throat> mm. Well, that's what you got. And is there a website that people listening can follow you or or stay connected with the ministry? Oh yes, yeah. so we have a Twitter handle uh, at unity slash memory memory r w. But also we have a website minuwumne. So minuwumne dot gov dot r w. So minuwumene.gov.rw. Dot dot uh, so yes. I can give you the links. I will give you the links. Um, but also we have Facebook. We have, uh, um, we have uh, YouTube. So we want, we have a plan. We, we are preparing some testimonies that can be even translated for the yes. English speakers to understand what we do. Uh, we have short videos, longer videos, so that you can we can engage people like you, the, the youth, the people outside of Rwanda, in America, in Europe, in African diaspora, African people, so that they understand what we do, our neighbors, um, they understand what we do. But also we raise awareness about genocide, about genocide consequences, about genocide denial that is on rise these days, um, uh, the hate speech, hate speech that we have in common with other countries, you have it in, in the U.S., there's uh, in Europe, uh, and when there's a context of war, there's a, always hate speech. You can hate 
people hate people because they are Russians, because they are Rwandans, because they are Congolese, you know, that kind of, um, uh, of vices that destroy the community. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Paul, for being on here today. Um, I hope that everyone listening will stay connected with the Ministry of National Unity and Civic Engagement. They're doing great work. I'm going to be getting involved just because I love everything that Rwanda is doing. It's my second mm. home now. <laughs> but thank you so much, Paul, for taking time out of your day to discuss with us. So thank you. See, you're welcome. You're welcome, Robin. Yes. <laughs>